Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning. We welcome you in to a special two-hour edition of Tea to Green here on the air on WGR Sports Radio 550. I'm Brian Colsey along with Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis, Corey Criswold producing. Thanks for joining us here. It is PGA Championship Week, the first major of the season. And uh, we're going here at our special time from 9 to 11 right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. TD Green presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, Jim Beam, and our home clubs, Tantara Golf Club, Briarwood Country Club, and Lancaster Country Club. Lots to get to here over the course of the next two hours. Of course, a heavy dose of PGA Championship talk, as uh, we'll be talking about that over the course here of the next two hours. Coming up in our second segment, We'll be talking a little bit about Niagara Frontier Golf Club. We'll be joined by two great guests, Dan Antonucci, the head PGA pro at Niagara Frontier, as well as the membership director, Jake Tino. Uh, TD Green's coverage of our PGA championship all this week is presented by the Niagara Frontier Golf Club. It's not too late to call Frontier home. Join now. You can play for the remainder of 2020 for just 1000 bucks and have that money applied for your 2021 dues. Call membership director Jake Tino today for more information. We've got prizes to give away, courtesy of Niagara Frontier Golf Club on Twitter this weekend. So Jake's going to tell you next segment how that's all going to work out. We also have our Majors Challenge going on. And uh, great prizes coming up from Batavia Downs as well as Golf Buffalo. If you haven't, if you're in the contest, check out my Twitter page. It's pinned everyone's rosters. You can kind of follow along to see if you've got a shot here going into the weekend to win some great prizes there. Okay, now I can take a breath, and we're going to say good morning to Kevin Sylvester. Hi, Kevin. I didn't think you just keep going for the whole two hours, Brian. <laughs> I can do it. You got a lot going on. It's a great, great weekend of golf here. You know, just treat it like one of those Sabres post-game shows. You know. Oh boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just ramble on. Yeah. yeah. Trying to find something positive. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, I feel like I love the West Coast uh, majors. But with the extended coverage, uh, nothing is done in my house over the last two days because uh, I sat down and watched feature groups, you know, starting at 1030 in the morning 
and he's total nine thirty at night. It's all day golf. I mean, it's like an it's like an NFL Sunday, right? Where you you start the one o'clock game and you end with Sunday night football. It's like how that did I just sit on the couch all day? I just did. I you know I, what is going on here? But it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, it is fun. It's fun to have a two hour show again. Yeah, we used to do this four or five times a year, and. Uh... Always for the majors, and it, it, there's a certain vibe when the majors are on each week. You know, it's a little different. You know, go from passively watching the golf, as you say, to actively watching the golf, and uh, it's been uh, that Harding Park's been fun to watch. It's 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 good golf to watch. Yeah, that course is hosting a major for the first time. Uh, for those that maybe haven't seen enough, seen some of the golf course, it played to a PGA Tour event, uh, a World Golf event, actually, in 2015. Uh, it hosts the Match Play. Rory McIlroy defeated Gary Woodland in the finals. It hosted a world golf event back in 2005, a stroke play event. Tiger Woods won it back then. He's won like every world golf event at some point. Uh, but this is its first major. Uh, the Olympic Club in San Francisco is the most well-known course in this San Francisco kind of area. It's hosted many majors, uh, PGA Championships, U.S. Opens. Uh, but, Kevin, this is the first crack at Harding Park. Harding Park was actually used as a parking lot for the last time the U.S. Open <laughs> was at Olympic Club. But, Kevin, everything I've seen on TV, this course is beautiful. Uh, it's great. I, I have a couple of colleagues who played it um, last year, actually, ahead of time, and they just said it was marvelous. Uh, just, you know, a great – it's a public golf course, um, a muni, if you will. Um, you know, and, I, and, and that word should be used affectionately, not uh, um, negatively. Uh, I think it's great that PGA has done that with Beth Page Black, with Harding Park, um, you look at the U.S. Opens done with Torrey Pines. Uh, that's, you know, a public golf course. I think it's great that we're seeing major championships contend on accessible golf courses. And, Brian, you posted the rates on Friday on Twitter. Uh, they're not ridiculous for a golf course that hosts some major championships and a President's Cup, right? It's a 200 bucks on a weekend. The mo yeah, the most expensive rate. Is, is primetime weekend 200. If you play later in the day on the weekend, it's 120. Uh, if you play weekday, you can go as low as 105. Right. So, you know, for. But, but, by, by the way, there are courses, there, there, there's, there are public courses in our area that in primetime are 85 bucks to play. Right. You know, it's, it's, if you're a city of uh, San Francisco resident, you pay a lower rate, too. You pay about, sure. I think it's 85 bucks they pay on the weekend yeah. if you're a resident. Right. So, and yeah. San Francisco, is, by the way, that area is one of the most expensive areas in the world for everything. So yeah. it's, it's, For a gallon you know, of milk. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, I <laughs> yeah. mean, I think you're, you're right, Kevin. In, in perspective to getting on golf courses that have been hosted for majors, this, this is a, uh, a reasonable – Go at it here if you want to do it at some point. Something tells me, though, the rates might go up. <laughs> Just a hunch uh, that, that it might happen. But listen, when you compare, like, look at Pebble Beach, you know, it's five, $500 to play or more yeah. to play Pebble Beach. So uh, it, it's certainly more reasonable. Um, I use air quotes on that for everybody out there listening. Right. But the other, the other part about the golf course, I mean, look at the challenge that it's presented the best players in the world um, off the tee. Um, it is, so, you know, we, we talk about distance, right? I think going in, everybody thought, oh, the, the bombers are just going to eat this golf course uh, up. Well, we saw it's not the case. There's a premium on fairways uh, at Harding Park. You need to be in the fairway because you have no idea what lie you're going to get with the golf ball on that golf course and how it's going to react coming out of there. And even 
when they're they're you know, playing it lower, right? Trying to run it up there, they'd get these bounces, these hops that would just uh, take it, you know, an immediate hard right into a bunker. I think I think it's a great golf course, and it's worthy of a major championship. Yeah, and it looks like most of the greens are open in front, so you can bounce it up there. Really cool golf course, and the greens are already getting that little uh, that little purplish, getting a little bit firm hue. Um, you know, it is a major championship. I love seeing that kind. Of, you know, the I love when par is a really good score on a hole, um, and birdie's exceptional. So you, they put they do put the premium as all majors. Well, not all majors, but the PGA and the U.S. Open are two majors that certainly put a premium on hitting the ball in the fairway, and uh, it's it's the the intention, the uh, the quality of the golf, the leaderboard looks like a a major championship leaderboard again too. Fun, fun, fun to watch. Jeff, the, the PGA Championship, I feel like in the last decade has really, really risen in terms of, I feel like, uh, attention given to it, quality of the field, people's just, you know, attention to it. For, we, we know in August, at least we know in the West New York area, it's the start of Bill's preseason. We know everybody that loves the NFL, it can get lost in it a little, um, but the move to May for at least the one year, we know this year it didn't happen because of COVID, but seemed like a move that took it away from maybe other competing national branded sports. It was kind of on its own Island when it was at Beth page. I thought it worked well. The course setup for the PGA of America, I feel like over the last five, six years has been tremendous. I think they're saying, look at there's parts of the U S open in terms of the challenge that we like, but we're also not going to trick it out so much that we're going to make it unfair. We still want to have exciting action where people can make and get rewarded for great shots. I feel like, They've got that perfect balance right now. And, of course, it's the best field of all the majors. You almost have everybody in the top 100 all the time playing. So I think the PGA of America is doing a good job. I know you as a member um, have, to, have to like how this event, I feel like, you know, if you're taking my opinion for it, I feel like it's kind of rising up the ranks. Yeah, I mean, you nailed a lot of things there. Uh, Kerry Haig is the guy who runs the events for the PGA uh, of America, and he's considered the best. When they have the Olympics, he set up that golf course. Um, you know, he's been doing this forever and ever. And you're right. He does. It's fair. I, I feel like, you know, and I think the U S open's gotten away from it the last few years, but for a while, the U S open just wanted to make it stupid hard. Um, the masters is the masters. They're their own thing. The British open has the Rota and, and, you know, playing at the public courses is a conscious effort by the PGA, which I think a lot of people like seeing, Hey, I can play this place and stuff like that. And there's still great golf courses. But yeah, it's, you know, I mean, they're eight under power or so after two rounds. I don't mind, you know, I don't, the PJ kind of looks at it. I've been in these meetings. They look at, they don't mind if you shoot under power. You just have to play good. Every hole has to be fair. There has to be a way to play every hole. The pin has to be fair. I mean, there's difficult pins, but they use, you know, there's the old formula all your club pros use when they're setting up your club championship. You know, six hard pins, six easy pins, six uh, moderate pins. And left, right, center, and they move them around and the, the course setup, you know, they build for these things for years, so they have a lot of conversations, and they end up creating a great championship because every year this event has the strongest field. Um, the Masters is an invitational, and the other two are qualifiers, and, you know, people that get in, you know, I could – there's a lot of guys that get in those events that maybe don't have a realistic chance to win, where if you take the top, 100, the top 125 players or 55 players in the world, put them in the tournament, yeah, you know, a lot of guys can win, and um, – it's made it cool. I do think you're right. I think moving it to May has been been beneficial. The the mixed blessing of the um, of the Olympics every four years and everything else with football, it was a good decision. 
and, and we're yeah, we're very proud of this championship. Plus, you got the top twenty uh, PGA professionals in the country playing, which which I always like to watch. Kevin, the the I don't want to say yeah, I guess I'll say it. The trend of them being at public courses or or courses that you can have access to. Uh, as of late, this year, as you mentioned, Harding Park. Last year, Bethpage Black. Chambers Bay, I know, is going to be in the future rotation. Whistling Straits is a course that the PGA of America not only has come a couple times for this championship, but it's going to go for the Ryder Cup. Um, I, I got to think, I think of what, Kiowa Island next year? Yep, is where Kiowa. it is. You can yep. play that. It's public, right? Yeah. It's resort. It's yep. resort. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I wanted to pick up on your point there. I, I feel like this is – is this an opportunity for the PGA of America to say, look, like this is a way for us to grow the game. People get excited because they can go and actually participate at these places where these great championships are held. Well, yes, I, I think that is important for the game of golf. Um, listen, um, the odds of any of us listening, playing Augusta are slim and none, right? I mean, it's just, it's, <laughs> uh, I know, I know two people played Augusta national well actually it's three and i'm jealous as hell of them but the, you know the odds are are, are very low of uh, that open courses yes you can go play but you you know you've got to set a trip up and, and go overseas and, and I, listen i don't want to say it's not it's not cheap to go play these courses but you do have access to play these courses for the pga championship and um i, I think that's absolutely fantastic whereas the u.s open has gone like they're wingfoot this year that's an exclusive club uh for wingfoot so um, you know, again, that's a tough, tough get to, uh, but it, it's, it's great. And I, I agree with you, Brian. I think they have gone from being uh, a birdie festival to being saying three to four under par is a great round in the PGA championship. And when you think about that, when the pros can shoot three or four under, that's an excellent round. At the end of the week, it's 1200 parts, not ridiculous. It's not a, a crazy score. If it's right around 10, you know, right around there. Um, so, and I think the U.S. Open, you know, reacted to Aaron Hills a few years ago, right, when it was 16 under par, um, when Kepka won. Yeah. Uh, it was just, you know, uh, and they overreacted the other way to make it super hard. So, um, I think P.J. has done a nice job of making it fair. Yeah, you know, they don't set it up with a target score in mind when they set up the golf course. They set it up, you know, with fairness in mind and as a golf test, you know. You are trying to identify the best player. And it's weird how these major championships, the best players get near the top or the guys that, you know, the, the big names always seem need to be near the top for these events. So uh, I enjoy it as, you know, from the tournament aspect. The other thing, being a PJ Pro, we get to highlight a lot of the stuff we do and, and all the things that the PJ Pros do and all the programs that the PJ runs. So, you know, I take a, you know, I, I swell up a little bit with pride when I watch the event and see some of the ads that they run during this tournament. Yeah, we, uh, we're going to talk about, obviously, all the big names that have been in it. The, the group, the feature group of the first two days, Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, uh, some ups and downs for them, which uh, we'll get to here coming up a little bit later on in the show. We'll also talk about the top of the leaderboard and uh, what we think is coming up this weekend. But uh, just a, a couple minutes left here in this segment. Uh, coming up next segment, we're going to talk to Dan Antonucci, the head PGA Pro, as well as the Western PGA president from Niagara Frontier Golf Club. Uh, as well as their membership director, Jake Tino. And then, uh, again, two hours today, a lot of it on the PGA Championship. But, Jeff, you just mentioned some of the things that pros do. Uh, for those that maybe just you know, haven't listened to our show regularly, we're at a new time slot this week. Just you talk about what PGA professionals do, even maybe beyond just being the guy that you see when you show up to play around at a golf course. 
It's the largest sports organization in the world of, you know, a professional sports organization. You know, your, your PGA Pro does a lot of things. First of all, you got to qualify and, and you have to train and go through schooling. And there's a there's a rigor to become a PGA professional that we uh, that we take pride in. Uh, and, you know, your teacher, your player, your role model, you're a mentor, you're an administrator, you're a tournament manager, you're uh, handicaps, you merchandising, everything in the golf industry, the golf business. Um, your PGA professional is going to be uh, taking care of that for you. So they, our job is designed to make the golf experience as great as it can be for every golfer that walks through the door every day. And there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. You know, I always, I did a lot with the golf course end. You'd end up working in the food and beverage end. You work on, you know, with the starters. There's, there's a million different things. Running an effective tournament. You know, you go to these tournaments and you play, Kevin, you play in a lot of invitationals. And what the PGA pros do is they manage that thing from soup to nuts. From the morning you walk in, Kevin, and you get your tee prize to the scoring and the, everything else that goes on throughout the event. And then, Kev, you bring your shirt back, trade it in, get another one, maybe you know, try to try to combine some gift certificates, all those kind of things, and, um, and work a deal. And that's what the PGA Pro deals with every day of his life. And uh, But it's a fun job. You get in this industry because you love golf, and you get to be around the business, and you get to be around golfers and people all day. And that's, that's what makes it cool and fun, and that's why I've been doing it for 30 years. <laughs> some of that's true, by the way. Not all. <laughs> You say none or some? I said some. I said oh, okay. Some. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I've done a lot of tournaments, Kev. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Listen, it's playing experience. We need all sorts of different perspective on the show. Kevin provides an, a unique angle that maybe some others I mean, would Listen, I play in two a year. Two. No. Two. Kev. Yeah. Two. Two. That's it. We're not your wife here. Come on. <laughs> he thinks I play in like five. I play in two invitationals a year. Two. That's right. That's right. All right. We'll take a time out here. We got a lot to get to here. I'm willing corner. to play in more. Let me just, I'm willing to play in more. <laughs> that's true. Sorry, Kevin, Brian. Didn't no, that's it. all right. You, you, Kevin uh, is available for, for tournaments and invitationals. Uh, feel What's your to handicap now, Kev? Just people, you know, they're looking for certain numbers. What, what are you rolling 8, at now? 6.8 index. Wow. Wow. 6.8. Get a lot of sideways looks when you walk into the invite, huh? Good job. You know, it, <laughs> it, you know it's funny? You know, it's, I've shot the same score every round. Uh, it's been 80 or 81. Like, everybody thinks I'm shooting these. Like, like that's not lights out number. I'm, I'm playing to my handicap, which is not good in those things. <laughs> Right? No, yeah. Yeah, you can't win unless you go low. Yeah. No, you can't win if you play to your handicap. All right. Sorry, Brian. We interrupt. Go ahead. I think, just to, and since Jeff didn't ask, I'll throw it in. I I think if you said to me, what score have you shot the most this year? It's the two numbers you just said. I think I've shot either 80 or 81 more than any other score this year. So you and I are playing about the same. In fact, I think for incredibly how much we probably both have played this year, have we even played one round together yet? We got to take care of that. No, we have not. That stinks. We're stupid. All right. That's bad. All right. All right. right. Time for a break. (laughs) That's right. Time for a break. That's right. When we come back, we uh, will talk a little about Niagara Frontier Golf Club and, of course, a lot to get to here. Uh, As TD Green's coverage of the PGA Championship presented by Niagara Frontier Golf Club, it's not too late to call Frontier home this year. Join now. You can play the remainder of 2020 for 1000 bucks. You can have that money applied to your 2021 dues as well. 
Call membership director Jake Tino today for more information. Speaking of Jake, he and the head PGA pro from Niagara Frontier Golf Club, Dan Antonucci. Coming up next here as we roll on with PGA pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Colziel. T to Green right here on WGR, our two-hour show. More right after this. Welcome back. More T to Green back with you here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA pro Jeff Metis, Corey Griswold producing. Thanks for being with us. Hope you're having a great start to your weekend. Of course, a lot of talk continuing here on our two-hour special on T to Green. We're going all the way until 11 a.m. right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Our special two-hour T to Green coverage of the PGA Championship this week presented by Niagara Frontier Golf Club. It's not too late to call Frontier home. Join now and you can play for the remainder of 2020 for just $1,000 and have that money applied to your 2021 dues. Call membership director Jake Tino today for more information. Well, speaking of Niagara Frontier, great segue here. We have two guests with us, Dan Antonucci, the head PGA pro from Niagara Frontier Golf Club, and Jake Tino, the membership director as well. And we want to say good morning to both of them. Dan, we'll start with you. Uh, thanks for joining us here again on Tee to Green. It's always great uh, coming and hanging out with you guys. Thank you so much for having us. Thank been a little you. busy, Nooch? How, how, how's the season been? I tell you what, Jeff, it, it's uh, it's like – Nothing I've ever seen before. We're so busy, you know, because of the COVID, there's not much for people to do. So golf has really, really needed a little, uh, little kick, kickstart. And it's, it, it's really happening. We've been, uh, I bet you our rounds are up about 40% from last year. Uh, our, our tournament participation has been larger than ever. And the members are having a great time playing a ton of golf. The golf course is in terrific shape, uh, hitting a lot of balls on the range, uh, all my teaching professionals are really busy, and it's been a terrific year so far. Jake Tino, the membership director here with us from Niagara Frontier as well. Jake will give us some membership information if you're interested to learn a little bit more about maybe being a member a little bit later in this segment. But uh, Jake, Dan says it's been very busy, so I know you probably are getting a, a lot of interaction from your members. What are they saying about this year, which has obviously been a unique year for everybody? Yeah, it's definitely been different, Brian, and, and thank you for having us on again. But uh, like Dan was saying, I mean, we've been having uh, our members play more golf than ever. Uh, you know, they're getting out. The, the men's invitational is coming up this weekend. So, you know, I think we're up to 54 teams now. Uh, you know, so everybody's excited about the golf season. And uh, I got to give a shout out to our members as well. You know, there's been so much uncertainty uh, in the world, let alone on the golf course with things early on. And they were super understanding and appreciative and just, you know, happy to get out on the course. So they've been having a good time and, and we've been uh, enjoying being out there with them. Kevin, I know uh, this is one of, one of our favorite places to go and do the show from, especially last year, we got that great <laughs> omelet and, you know, Dan and Jake are, are magical guys, but one thing they haven't been able to figure out is how to pass the omelet uh, through our recording device here. But, uh, <laughs> they got to work on it. You know, the fascinating thing, um, <laughs> two things I'll say, say about this. Number one, Brian, you're used to signing your names in bathroom stalls, but you're in the kitchen now. That's uh, right. <laughs> which, which, but an honor to sign uh, the kitchen. kitchen wall. Number two, <laughs> if, if you're looking for a – a round of golf that is going to be fun, interesting, challenging, all those things. I mean, it's not uh, the, the golf club, Niagara Frontier Golf Club is not back and forth. Um, it's an exciting golf course to play, I think. And it gives you everything, a bit of everything you want in a round of golf. So it's a, it's a great place to go. And everybody I know that plays there, after the first time they go, they're like, wow, 
that place is a gem, like a hidden gem. Um, and I know Dan and Val probably hear that a lot, uh, but Brian, I, I know you feel the same way after playing it. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, such a variety of holes. The front nine and the back nine, even a little different looks. The back nine, you've got some water that comes into play. Um, Dan, for, for those that maybe have never played there before, um, you obviously are the expert here on the course. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about kind of what's it like and maybe what makes it unique from other places in Western New York? Well, first off, just a little history about the golf course. We reconstructed the golf course in 1996 through 2000. Uh, we, we actually put in a state-of-the-art uh, practice facility, practice range uh, with target greens, target fairways. So uh, we redesigned the course. We had a uh, uh, architect from Toronto come and help us, and we ended up with uh, eight new holes, six new greens. So what it provides, uh, we have a valley that runs through the golf course, uh, which makes for uh, just all different kinds of lies. You're going to have uphill, downhill, side hill lies, blind shots. And what's really neat about the golf course is it never plays the same twice. And that's what I think makes it very unique. Uh, it's also very scenic because of this valley that runs through the, uh, the golf course, especially on the back nine. Uh, you know, it's quiet, it's scenic, uh, beautiful. The course is in great shape. You could just kind of forget about uh, everything in, in your you know, at work and in your life and just go out there and really enjoy yourself and play different shots. In fact, I tell my members all the time that they kind of have an advantage when they go to play other courses, especially flat golf courses, because they, they learn how to hit all the different shots that you need. And uh, when they go to a flat course, it's kind of, uh, not that it's easier, no golf course is easy, but uh, they have the skill to hit off of any type of lie. So our golf course isn't super long in length, but it plays a lot longer because of the hills uh, in the valleys. But like I said, the magic of it is that it just plays different every time you play. And you use every club in your bag, too. Jeff, from your perspective as a PGA pro, uh, I know you've played this course. You like it. What, uh, what do you want to add on to what Dan said there? Yeah, You know, what I like is the condition of the facility. Uh, my family's been taking advantage of Nooch's hospitality this year, that's for sure. Um, I've got out there, my brother, my father. Um, I enjoy going out there. It's, it's just, like he said, it's a fun place to play. It's always in great shape. The people are neat around there. The driving range is perfect. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's what golf should be. It's a fun place to play, and I really, really like going out there. And it's a place you want to hang out and, and spend time with. It's, but even after your round, you say, yeah, I don't want to go. Want to hang out here? Nice pack. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A good place to be. Jake, talk to me about, um, you know, you know uh, Dan talked about the practice facility. Talk to me about how members, uh, the use of that, and this is something we don't talk about, I think, enough uh, with private clubs and the practice facility and what's that, what that means to uh, players. So just kind of talk about what the reaction from your members has been or prospective members when they come out and see the practice facility. No, definitely. It's, it's definitely a big bonus uh, to, to members. We have the driving range that Dan spoke about, a, a putting green, and also uh, a chipping uh, facility as well with the bunker. So members are able to go to a couple of different spots and really fine-tune their game. Uh, I mean, there's a handful of members you'll see that'll walk into the pro shop and say, hey, how's it going, guys? Just going to the range. And they'll, they'll hit, uh, you know, 50 to 100 balls and, and work on their game. But it, it's, you know, the driving range is, is huge. You know, it, it holds a, a ton of our members and they really get a good use out of it like Dan mentioned uh, it's all target green so wherever you're looking at at different distances you have an approach look to it it's not just flagpoles in the ground so uh, it really kind of gives you that feel about being on the course but uh, you know you have the security of being on the driving range so you know you can hit the greens or miss them and it's not going to affect your score. Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Medes here on our two-hour special tee to green this weekend for PGA Championship weekend. And uh, we're talking about Niagara Frontier Golf Club with the PGA Pro and Dan Antonucci from Niagara Frontier and also Jake Tino, the membership director. Dan, you mentioned that valley that goes to the course. Uh, for those that maybe might check it out and play it for the first time after this, hearing this conversation, you wouldn't know it driving up because, I mean, what are you – probably walking distance to maybe Lake Ontario to have that land kind of be the way it's laid out like that. I, the first time I remember coming up there to play it years ago, I mean, I was kind of taken back by how different it is in terms of just, you, you would expect it to just be kind of a flat layout, but there's a whole bunch of different holes. And like I said, you know, the front nine and the back nine have a different look to it with water involved in the back. It's, um, it's quite a unique set of holes, I would say overall. Yeah, we are close to uh, Lake Ontario. In fact, that's, that, that's a benefit for us because that lake will push a lot of the storms that come, come through away from uh, over our golf course and, and push them down towards, uh, down towards the south Lewiston and, and down towards the Tonawandas and that. So it's funny when uh, you think uh, you see the forecast that it's going to rain all day and then we get absolutely no rain there and it's beautiful and sunny. So, but when you do pull up to the golf course, you really can't see the valley. Uh, it does look pretty flat, uh, but once you get to the first hole, you hit that valley right away, and uh, you hit it multiple times throughout your round. And it's especially prevalent on the back nine. That's where I think it's the most beautiful. Uh, that's where uh, we have uh, the best scenery. It's it, it's uh, it's just a super piece of land, natural piece of land to build a golf course on. Dan, there's a what is it, a three-hole stretch on the back nine that kind of gets water involved in a couple different directions. Um, one of them, a, a really, I think, challenging and great look par three uh, with, what, a par four and a par five. I, I remember you guys even have a sign out there. I'm trying to remember what it is. I'm sure you'll be able to tell me. But it, it's just a, a great three-hole stretch there with the water involved. That's actually uh, our, our 12th, 13th, and 14th hole, and that's part of the reconstruction, that was actually three new holes that we built, uh, we designed and built. We call that Cannonball Corner. Uh, in par, uh, the 12th hole is a par four, nice dog leg right. Uh, then 13 is a par three, that's the one you're talking about where you have to hit uh, hit your shot over, over 
uh, corner of the pond, the big pond that we have. And then our 14th hole is a real nice par five, a risk reward type hole. It's a dog leg left that goes right around the big pond that's, uh, that we, we built. And if you hit a big drive and you can, can kind of cut the corner of the pond, you have a chance to reach that green in two. So it depends how much you want to cut off on, on that corner. But three really good holes, three very good holes. And also, when it gets windy, uh, the prevailing wind could really make those three holes pretty tough. More here on Tee to Green as we roll on. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Minas. We're talking with Dan Antonucci, the head PGA Pro at Niagara Frontier, and Jake Tino, the membership director. Uh, we'll get Jake's information on membership opportunities in one moment, but Dan Antonucci also serves in another role beyond his many duties at Niagara Frontier Golf Club, including uh, the president of the West New York PGA. And uh, Dan, I know there's been some challenges this year for the West New York PGA, but um, you guys have been able to get together and, and have junior golf events and I know events for your area professionals, uh, but there's a new program, Doubles Golf, that I know was just kind of getting going here in the Western New York region. Uh, can you talk about that? And th this is open for everybody, correct? The Doubles Golf is, is a new format uh, that the PGA of America has instituted. Uh, we have uh, Jack Nicholas and Annika Sorenstein as uh, our chair people for nationally for doubles golf. And it's just a new format where people can go out and, and, and enjoy golf. It's just nine holes. It's fun and casual. It's a two-person uh, scramble team event. And it could be, you know, two, two men, uh, men, two ladies, uh, couples, two seniors. The only catch is you have to be over the age of 25. Uh, but we launched it uh, in, in the Western New York PGA section. We're one of the sections, one of the couple sections across the country that is launching doubles golf. It's not across the whole country yet, but so far we've had great success with it. Uh, at Glen Oak uh, Golf Course, they launched it a couple weeks ago. We just launched it at Niagara Frontier last week. We have about 10 teams involved. Uh, I'd like to build that up to 20, but I know at Glen Oaks, I think they have all the way up possibly – maybe 30 to 35 teams. So what this does is it just, it, it can introduce golf to people, uh, especially starting out uh, in the game, because it is fun and casual and it's a scramble event. So if you mess up a shot, it doesn't really matter. You, know, you just rely on your partner. So we're looking forward to seeing how this, uh, how this goes for this season. And we think it's gonna be a hit uh, across the country next year. So I'm kind of happy that we were one of the sections that can launch it. I just can't believe that you didn't do alternate shot with a couple of <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, people love that. Oh, yeah. 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 They quit after two holes. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're playing with me. Yeah. <laughs> that's still the most pressure-packed golf I've ever played. Kevin, we did that, remember? we. Yes. Way back in the years with a couple of other uh, our other WGR friends, we did different formats. I think for like, I don't know if we did like six, six and six or nine and nine. But when we got to the alternate shot format, boy, I mean, it's like the, the pressure all of a sudden you feel like not wanting to let your partner down after they hit a good shot. But also you feel so terrible after you hit a bad shot and put them in a tough spot. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's why they, the, the nickname for it is Hose Your Partner. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a great program it's a really cool thing uh, my wife started playing a little bit uh, we love going out on, on a couple's night um, but you know that's where you get teamed up with four people this is great because you can just sign up as as a couple 
two people and get yeah. paired up. It's how you meet people. It's a social event. It's fun. It, it's a great idea. And it's not just men and women. Right. Brian and I, get, yeah, men and men, women and women. Yeah, it's just for fun. And you can qualify for a national event for it. Yeah, so it, it filters down, and there's a million different categories. Uh, it started off small, and it's been growing every week out at Glen Oak. So um, I know that we're very excited as the PGA because this is doing very, very well for us. Excellent. Let's uh, get our Western New York PGA tip of the week in here as uh, we're talking about things that Western New York PGA does. Uh, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. And you may be watching this weekend on the PGA Championship some different flight trajectories, shots, how these pros are able to get their shot either super high, super low, cutting through the wind. These greens are firming up at Harding Park that we've been seeing, and guys may have to bring in the ball at different flights depending upon where the hole location is and all that sort of stuff. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that here with our two pros, with Jeff and Dan. Uh, Dan, let's start with you first. For those that uh, – maybe want to hit the ball higher than maybe their normal trajectory or lower than their normal trajectory? What are some things they should be thinking about? Well, the first and foremost, the easiest way to uh, change the trajectory of your shot is just move the ball in your stance. So if you want to hit the ball a little bit higher, move the ball a little bit forward in your stance, maybe place a little bit uh, more weight on your back leg. And then as you swing, uh, you're going to have more of an, upwards type blow on the ball and it's going to go it's going to go higher now hitting it uh lower just do the opposite move the ball back in your stance a slight bit and i don't mean move it back four inches i mean move it back maybe maybe an inch and a half or two inches make sure you get your hands in front of the ball and lean a little bit more towards your front leg now, this is going to make you bring bring the club upwards a little quicker on the backswing you'll hit down into the ball but you got to follow through lower and more of an exaggerated lower type finish, which is going to help you hit the ball uh, lower. So those are two quick, easy ways uh, that, that I find work uh, pretty much every time. Yeah, and you have to be aware sometimes when you're hitting it higher, it, it doesn't go as far. So if you're trying to hoist it over a tree or something, you're taking a seven iron trying to hit it higher, just remember it doesn't end up going as far. The, uh, the thought I like to use is the placket of my shirt where the buttons are. If I get that placket in front of the ball at impact, I can usually hit it a little bit lower. If I get it a little further behind the ball at impact, that helps me hit it a little bit higher. When I'm hitting it higher, I think of sweeping it, just like clipping it off the top of the blades of grass. And when I'm thinking about hitting it lower, I actually try to hit it a groove down. Um, if you ever hit a shot thin, it never goes high. Anybody hit a thin shot high? I haven't. Um, and I've hit a lot of thin shots in my life. So, um, <laughs> But I like to move the ball back and try to hit it just a tiny bit thin and shut down that follow-through for a low shot to keep it low. Just keep it a little lower. Make that file through a little bit shorter. You know, two guys that, you know, people have been watching the PGA Championship. Tiger, we all know about the stinger, right? Uh, Gary Woodland hits a pretty good stinger, too. How do those guys hit that shot? Is it the same thing? Are they moving that back in the stance, or is there something else they're doing? Yeah, I would say it's, it's the same thing. Basically, they're trapping it. Um, and they have a real low file through, and they're hitting it. When you de-loft it, you're, you know, you can take a four iron and make it a two iron or a three iron, and make it a one iron. And it's, you know, we used to hit one irons. Newt, you remember one irons and a lot of golf balls and stuff like that. But yeah, you, they're just basically trapping it. They're coming in shallow though. So they won't take a big divot. Um, so that's, that's part of the move there though. They'll, they'll, and they finish real low. It's a great way to hit it straight. If you use less loft, you tend to hit it straight. 
Um, you'll hit a little straighter. You may have a little more spin, but you'll certainly start it straighter. I don't know what you do, Nooch. Like if you've got to burn one down a fairway, I like to take a, a, a short iron or a long iron and try to move it back in my stance and keep a real low and just get it burning out there and running as soon as possible. Well, you know, when you're talking about Tiger and Gary Woodland and, and their stinger shots, they're swinging that club a lot faster than, than all of us on our, our talk today. So, you know, <laughs> they get that club head speed going too, and they can get some pretty optimal distance on those shots. But, uh, yeah, Jeff, you're absolutely right. When you want to hit one low, get it rolling, I like to try to get a little bit of a draw in it. So when it does hit the ground, it'll roll a little bit for me. Uh, but uh, I also find that uh, sometimes when you're playing into a, a heavy wind and you want to hit a low shot is you just take a little bit extra club, choke down a little bit, and just make a smooth swing. Because I think people have a tendency at times to try to swing too hard when they're trying to hit a low shot. And sometimes the opposite will happen. The ball will balloon up in the air and it won't go anywhere. So that's, a, that's another way where you can uh, hit a low shot pretty, uh, pretty consistently. Swing easy when it's breezy. The old song. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Good advice there from Dan and Jeff. And if you want more information on that doubles golf program, uh, go to WNYPGA.com. They've got a lot of information there, a lot more information there. Okay, a couple of things here. Let's finish up. And, uh, Jake, we're going back to you for this. Uh, opportunity to play Niagara Frontier. Obviously, they can maybe reach out to you, but a real easy way is to just follow you on Twitter. What do we got going on this weekend? We've already given away two sets of twosomes. Uh, I know we got more coming up this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So Thursday and Friday, uh, you know, Tita Green uh, helped us out here. And, uh, you know, Brian's been putting out questions uh, for trivia questions. And if you're the first one to answer right, you can win a free twosome at Niagara Frontier. So like you said, we handed one out Thursday, Friday. We plan to do so today and tomorrow, each day of the PGA tournament. So uh, give at Niagara Frontier Golf Club a follow as well as Tita Green uh, and look out for those questions. I think Brian's been kind of up in the, the difficulty level a little bit as we've gone, gone on here, but make sure you're following both of us and uh, keep an eye out to see when Brian uh, tosses out that next question for your chance to, to come out and play Niagara Frontier. Yep. All you got to do is follow, follow us on uh, Twitter at T2G Buffalo, and then, of course, follow uh, the Niagara Frontier handle at Niagara Frontier. And uh, even if you don't win, you still get a chance to play it maybe by – reaching out to Jake. If you want to maybe think about being a member or maybe go up there and just check the place out, uh, Jake, how can they reach out to you? And then I know you've got some, uh, some good information maybe on uh, some incentive on uh, maybe if they sign up now. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you guys want to come out and check out the facility, I have, I have no problem ushering you around and, and showing you what Niagara Frontier is all about. Uh, I'm pretty accessible on, on social media as well as uh, email. It's just simply Jake at Niagara Frontier Golf Club. Dot com. And what we have going on now uh, is we typically release an end of the season special and we got a little bit of an early start on it. Uh, so you're able to play the rest of the 2020 golf season. We're really just a, a little over halfway through. I, I think we can get some good golf in September and October. Uh, so for a thousand bucks, you can play the remainder of 2020. Uh, you got to be a member with us in 2021, but we'll roll over that thousand dollars. So it's pretty much like a uh, uh, early down payment for the 2021 season, but it's a great way to come in, get 
get acclimated with the club. Uh, you know, we have the, the men's invitational this weekend, which is of course full, but there's a couple other uh, member tournaments that uh, are still on the calendar that, uh, you know, we encourage all our new members to come uh, and try out. And it's a, it's a great way to, to meet the great people at Niagara Frontier and, and really, uh, you know, get your footprint down and, and get ready for a good 2021 season, uh, you know, when you're with us for the whole, whole entire time. Awesome. Good information there. Jake, throw that email out one more time if they want to reach out to you. Yep. It's just Jake at NiagaraFrontierGolfClub.com. Excellent. Dan, Jake, thank you so much. Our uh, extra hour of coverage presented this week, of course, by Niagara Frontier Golf Club. We appreciate their support. And uh, it really is just, it's an awesome facility. I mean, we've been saying it throughout this segment, but uh, always in great shape. We love playing it. So uh, if you want to check it out, reach out to Jake or Dan up at Niagara Frontier Golf Club. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having our, us. Our, our pleasure. Awesome. It's always a blast hanging out with you guys. Same here. We'll take a quick time out. More T to Green as we roll on here in our two-hour edition PGA Championship Weekend with PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Colziel. More T to Green coming up right after this. We're back on T to Green and want to thank our friends at Scroy Financial for their support of the show all season long. Scroy Financial is the family-owned financial planning firm. They've been helping Western New Yorkers with their financial goals since 1971. And listen, if you've been waiting through this COVID thing, don't wait. Give them a call. Complimentary one-hour consultation. Let me talk about a plan for you and your family. It's 716-674-6700. Or go to the website, scroyfinancial.com. That's S-G-R-O-I financial.com. And also a shout out to uh, our friends at the Allstate Jumpa Agency with offices in Williamsville and in Clarence and our agent, Frank Jumpa. And that agency, Kevin, part of our majors challenge, our TD Green majors challenge, along with Batavia Downs Gaming. And we also have a, uh, a, 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 we have a big prize pack for our winner of our majors contest, but we also have an additional prize to announce here as well. Courtesy yes, of Golf our, Buffalo. Our friends from Golf Buffalo, yes, uh, which they're about promoting, uh, getting out and playing Golf Buffalo. Uh, they put out some gear, and uh, they're going to give away some of that gear to you, a nice quarter zip. and I'm j A quarter zip that I don't have. And there's like one Buffalo that I don't have, and it's Golf Buffalo's quarter zip. So. That's right. So we're, uh, we appreciate all the sponsors of that, that uh, we'll be giving you great prizes. If you missed the Majors Challenge, don't forget there's another one coming up in September for the U.S. Open. Uh, we'll have that for you. All the information on my Twitter handle at Brian WGR. Want to thank Dan Antonucci and Jake Tino from Niagara Frontier Golf Club. Uh, don't forget trivia this weekend. Follow Niagara Frontier on Twitter. Follow us at T2G Buffalo on Twitter. I'll have trivia there. If you're the first one right, if you're on Twitter and you're following us, you get that answer right. You're going to win free golf for you and a guest uh, up at Niagara Frontier Golf Club. Okay, lots to go here on the PGA Championship as we get close to wrapping up our first hour, but uh, while well, we got a few minutes left here in hour number one, let's talk about the feature group of uh, the first two days. Tiger, Rory, Justin Thomas. Uh, Kevin Thomas coming off of a win last week. He's just been tremendous this year. He's won three times. Uh, Tiger, again, opportunities were there. His putting woes definitely got the best of him in round two. And uh, Rory McIlroy shoots a 70 and a 69. They're all very close. McIlroy minus one after two rounds. Tiger even. Justin Thomas plus one. They all make the cut, but I'm sure all three of them, Kevin, uh, maybe would like to be a few strokes better than where they're at. Well, the most surprising one, see, I, I, I'm not surprised by Justin Thomas. I think it's so hard to follow up a win 
on the PGA Tour uh, to come out there and, you know, have everybody looking at you as a world number one and you're playing with the, not Not that Justin, I mean, he's buddies with Tiger, right? So uh, he's not intimidated by anything. I just think it's so difficult to do back-to-back. Uh, -back. It's like playing a great round and following up with another uh, really good round. So your expectations are through the roof. And then once you don't do it, like, eh. Um, but the, he didn't drive the ball well. Uh, Rory McIlroy, I was stunned how poorly he drove the golf ball. Uh, he was all over the ball yard uh, for McIlroy on uh, both days, uh, rounds one and two. Uh, for Tiger, I think we're all looking for him to make the cut, right? I mean, you know, it's, he hasn't played a ton of competitive golf, worried about the cold temperatures uh, on his back. Uh, he looked like he was swinging it okay. I, what I was most surprised about, Jeff, with Tiger Woods, changing the putter. It's not far off from his Newport putter that he's won, you know, all the majors with. But you're playing a major. Why the hell would you change the putter? I, I don't get it. Yeah, he won a few bucks with that other putter he's had and that other style. But, um, you know, to me, I think he's just searching a little. He, you know, he's trying to find some magic. And he mentioned that during one of the interviews that he's trying to find something to spark his putting game because he did hit it pretty solid, especially his iron play. It was pretty good this week and the first few days. And he, uh, Friday, he had a lot, especially early in the round. He had a lot of really good looks, and it looked like he hit nice putts, but they weren't going in. Sometimes I wonder if maybe he's hitting it as good, but maybe he's not reading the greens like he used to when he was younger, and um, maybe just they're not going in because of that. Uh, I, I can't understand that he's the greatest putter that ever lived, um, so I, I don't doubt him very much when he talks about putting, but they're definitely not going in right now. You look at Brooks Kepka, uh two, three weeks ago, who would have thought Brooks Kepka could be anywhere near the top? And he got a putting lesson and it changed everything around for him. So I think Tiger was just uh, just searching a little bit to find some spark in his game because you know how it is. You make a few putts and boom, your whole game goes good. You know, things can start rolling from there. Jeff, when you said about maybe confidence in reading the greens, most of his putts on Friday, in fact, he had at least a solid handful or more of legitimate birdie putt looks that he missed. Some of them burned the edge. Some of them weren't even close. But one thing that was a pattern over the course of his entire second round was he had a lot of putts come up short, not get to the hole. Do you think that ties in with maybe I'm not 100% confident in the read and now all of a sudden the speed, like you're not going to go at it because you're just not 100% sure of how it's going to break? You know, there's two ways to look at that. Sometimes guys will come up short because they're a little bit tentative. But, you know, really good putters come up short more often. To be, It's surprising to hear that, actually, because they're so focused on the speed that if they mishit it a touch, it doesn't end up right. You know, so you're just dialed in and focused on that speed. You don't hit the putt perfect, it comes up a couple inches short. Or, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Like, you'll see, even when Tiger was really good, he didn't ram him by the hole. I thought he came up short a little bit more than, than most. And, and Nicholas, I've noticed that throughout the years, that real good putters sometimes, because they're – they're so confident and they're just trying to drizzle that thing in half the time. If they just miss hit that putt a little bit, it'll come up short. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I, 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 we've been talking about Tiger for 25 years. It's, you know, it feels like, and uh, he's been great. So I, I have a hard time uh, second guessing anything Tiger does, but he's definitely struggling with the putter right now. But, and, and one thing I just want to add, Brian, before we're going to take a break here is that those good putters, every time they come up short, they're always surprised they came up short. Right? They're yeah, not expecting yeah. it. They're just like, really? That's short? Like, you see that all the time. Yeah, it's not like they hit it new right away. It's, it was going to be terrible. Yeah. Jeff, would and quick here, would the, the fact that this, they keep talking about this marine layer 
the conditions maybe being a little bit damper and moister, does that affect the speed as the round's going on? Or do you think these guys know it well enough that shouldn't be a factor? It shouldn't be too much of a factor. It does change from green to green sometimes. You know, that marine layer makes them a little greasy on top while they're still a little bit firm on the bottom. So um, it can be a little tough sometimes. And, that, and a little humidity will definitely uh, slow that ball down real quick. Okay, good stuff there. All right, so we talked about Tiger, Rory, and JT. We got a lot more to talk to here in our second hour, including some names at the top that you may not have even heard of coming into the weekend. Uh, but there is a huge force of monster names right behind them on their tails as we go into Saturday here, round three of the PGA Championship. Uh, don't forget, don't go anywhere. We got another hour coming your way. Tee to green and our tee to green coverage of the PGA Championship presented by Niagara Frontier Golf Club. It's not too late to call Frontier home. Join now. You can play the remainder of 2020 for just 1000 bucks, and then you can have that money applied to your 2021 dues. Call membership director Jake Tino today for more information. Hour two, coming back with Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Colesiel. Tita Green and a lot of more PGA Championship talk coming your way right after this. Don't go anywhere on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.